The Those Guys with Ships Show is brought to you by Engine. Create your free community website at enjin.com. How are we doing? Delicious. Pretty good. I ate the whole thing. Oh, man. You okay <laughs> over there? The, what do you say after delicious? Pretty sure that's it. <laughs> do you need a bromo? I can't <laughs> I believe I, could use I a ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> blop, blop, fizz, fizz. Oh, what a relief it is. Taking back to old school. Yeah, what right. is that? All right. Today is June 20th, 2946, and we are those guys with ships. And this is episode number 117 of our show. This is the Those Guys with Ships show, our gaming community podcast in which we discuss all the things a gaming community discusses. Independence Day, guys. It's a movie and it's a holiday. So without getting too deep into the weeds, we won't be recording Monday, July 4th. It's a holiday. So what that means in podcast land is that no shows on the 5th or July 12th. Our next show will be episode number 118 of the Versecast, which will be coming your way Tuesday, July 19th. Happy holidays, everyone. I've got my tickets to see Independence Day, so I will be planning on reporting back then. How about you? I don't know if we're going to go see Independence Day. I want to. Really? Quick question, though. Yeah? Is that that Will Smith's son? Like, actual son in the movie? It's supposed to be. No, it's not his actual son, but the character is supposed to be Will Smith's character. Okay, because I was wondering, and I was like, it doesn't look like him, but maybe he's filled out a lot since the... uh, what was, what was that one? The After Earth or After Earth? No, it's not yeah. Jaden. Thank okay, heavens. I didn't think so, but I was like, uh, maybe? My Ooh. personal opinion on that movie is that it looks super expensive and super full of CG, and I'm just not sure how good it's going to be. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, that that to me is a, um, is, is a rental at home. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, uh, Ace, just make sure Mrs. Ace goes and sees it so that we can talk about it. <laughs> Very funny. <laughs> All right. Well, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You guys went and saw the WoW movie just like you said you would, right? Nope. nope. <sighs> Jeez. No. I know. However. I wanted to. However. So three of us did not see the movie. We yeah, fell. I know, right? Three of the four. We're just, not, we're just not up to par, apparently. However, I do happen to have a subject matter expert with me here. Uh, Mrs. Ace did see the film. With her dad oh. for Father's Day. Very nice. And nice. she has, whether foolishly or not, agreed to be on the podcast and discuss it with you, Gleep. <laughs> well, that's wonderful. Thank you, Mrs. Ace. So here she is. Introduce yourself. Hello. Hello. Hi, Mrs. Ace. How are you? Hi, Mrs. Ace. Hello. All right. I'm happy to talk about Warcraft when you are. Well, 
Good, good. So, um, um, Mrs. Do we, Ace, wait, wait, I, do we do we spin up the uh, rantometer in and uh, uh, enact the spoiler wall? I, you know, I a spoiler I, wall. <laughs> a spoiler wall. Can it be? A spoiler I don't think the rantometer will be necessary, Jimmy. I, I wouldn't do that to Mrs. Ace on our our first um, um, movie enough. review. Fair uh, enough. Um, duet. I, <laughs> let, let me let me announce uh, spoilers in five, four. Three. Wait, 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 wait! Before you do that, so let's. I'm, I'm saying we're going to spend. Uh, let's, let's go seven minutes on this. Seven okay? minutes. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert! In five, four, three, two, go. All right. So, Mrs. Ace, tell me about the movie. What did, did you like it? Yes, I did. I didn't love it, but I liked okay. it. Tell me why you liked it. Um, I had an idea going in that I would at least enjoy it because I like fantasy films. I like Duncan Jones, who's the director. He did Moon, which is mm-hmm. a fantastic movie. A so movie. I respect his artistry. Um, and I played World of Warcraft um, back in the day. So I had some passing familiarity with not necessarily the characters because I never, I never played the Warcraft games. And this isn't based on World of Warcraft. It's based on those earlier games. Mm-hmm. But I had enough familiarity with the races, kind of the the scenery, the cities, and, and that. So I think that helped give me a leg up. Um, well, do you think that they were sort of general enough that you, you didn't really need to have um, uh, extensive knowledge? I mean, you could just come in completely cold, I, I thought, and enjoy the movie, which is pretty much what I did. I mean, I was, I'm aware of the different races, but I only played uh, WoW for oh, probably six months and, and not even very, um, very much at, uh, during that period of time. Okay. Well, I played it for two years, so I, I definitely had a, a bit of familiarity with it, but... Um, that was back when it first came out, so I, I quit the game back in 2006, so way, way back. Um, but I I don't know. I mean, the one criticism I have of the movie is that it tries to do a lot. It's trying to set up, I think, what they want to be several films, and that's mm. understandable, but they introduce a lot of characters. They... There's a lot of different scenery going on, and while the scenery is really beautiful, and uh, you know, there's a lot of eye candy going on, um, it might be a bit overwhelming for people who are brand new to um, Warcraft in general. Mm-hmm. I, I think that the characters weren't very well developed, mm. unfortunately. So that's my criticism. For me, I didn't care that that didn't bother me because I enjoyed it for what it was and mm-hmm. I had that familiarity with it but I think that could make it a little bit of a harder bar to cross for the uninitiated. Yeah. Well so you you've um you've seen all the Lord of the Rings movies, right? Yes. And you've read have you read the books? Yes. Um, Mrs. Gleep, um, that was one of her criticisms of the movies because uh, she she read the books as a child dozens of times, and one of her criticisms of the movies was or is that if you hadn't read the books, a lot of the movie wouldn't make wouldn't make sense, um, or that you know you could you could follow the story, but you wouldn't really get the richness of the of of what was actually going on in the history and the um, uh, the significance of. of of, of things that are happening, um, you, I mean, you would kind of get that it was the, the, the story was going from A to B to C, but you wouldn't understand why that's important necessarily. So you kind of think the same thing with Warcraft? 
Yes, you really, you described it really well. I think that's absolutely the truth. Um, Not that someone could enjoy it. My dad saw it with me. He wanted to go see this for Father's Day, and he's never played the games, read any of the books. I mean, so he's completely new to it, but he's a sci-fi fantasy fan, Mm -hmm. Um, and he also loves action movies. So he enjoyed it on that basis. So I don't think you have to be a fan to enjoy the movie or or knowledgeable about the games, but um, you have to either be that or a fan of fantasy films the genre or a fan of action films because it has great action scenes mm-hmm. yeah I, yeah I heard okay. um really? I, I have heard a lot of people say uh the same the very similar things or along the same lines of i enjoyed it for what it was um and i think that uh, my wife and i both played wow as well and i think that we're going into the movie with that same expectation um you know where you're not expecting it to be like you know um you know an avengers movie but you're but it's still a good solid film and you'll still enjoy your time at the movies would you say Mm -hmm. that's fair absolutely and i want to say that i actually enjoy this film much more than age of ultron okay all right yeah Um, But probably not as much as the first Avengers movie or not as much as um, the one that just came out, Civil War. But it was close for me. It was close to Civil War. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I really did enjoy it. And I mean, probably I've I've heard some of the negative reviews. I mean, apparently critics are really going to town on this film, which is too bad um, because that might hurt its chances. Just that it's it's bad. But I mean, I think a lot Hmm. of critics are biased against video game video game movies and genre films of the fantasy nature i mean it did take until return of the king for uh the lord of the rings series to get any recognition at the academy awards so i think there's just just, there's a bias against it but yeah i'd heard some of the negative reviews and so i was kind of stealing myself to maybe not enjoy the film and so by that standard, it exceeded my expectations. <laughs> well, it's, yeah, so that was a good a thing, maybe. Yeah. Well, and it's definitely making money. It's it's at about three hundred and eight million right now. So I th- wow. I think it's safe to say that we'll see another movie. That's um, awesome. Yeah, it's it's from what I understand, it's done very well um, in uh, Asian markets, which doesn't surprise oh, yeah. me with with the fan base. Um, for World of Warcraft uh, being what it is there, so um, yeah, so it's it's like it's it's doing. It seems like it's doing well enough here, but overseas it's just doing exceedingly well, which is great because then yeah, that means we'll we'll see another one. And it's I really farmer think approved. that <laughs> totally. If they do a second film, I think that they could flesh out the characters better and maybe um, fill in some of the plot holes. Or you know, the plot wasn't bad, but it was rushed in some parts. Um, I think a sequel they could do a lot better, so I'm hopeful for a sequel. Yeah, I, I thought it was very consistent. I think you know it was there was the pacing was consistent, the mm-hmm. uh, the the acting was consistent. Yes. I mean, I think that you know back to Lord of the Rings. I think that a, a thing that they could have done wrong is put an actor like Sean Bean into the movie. <sighs> Um, who just wouldn't fit in with the, the the caliber of the other actors. And you would have, you know, sort of that awkward thing like where um, Aragorn is, is trying to play up against uh, Boromir and you're just kind of, you know, oh, this is painful. Now, um, I, so. I will say this, though. Um, the uh, 73% drop-off in its second week, um, which is not yeah. a great indicator, that is, um, you know, on par with Batman versus Superman. Um, so it looks like the film has experienced a huge drop off in its second week. But, you know, I, I mean, still, 300 million is, is nothing to sneeze at. And, um, 
you know, we're going to, like I said, my wife and I are going to go see it this weekend. So I'm sure it'll still do some numbers. We are outside the spoiler zone, Jimmy. Okay. Spoiler wall down. uh, Spoil free power engaged (laughs) all forward ahead. It's the cone of spoilers. The cone of spoilers. I like that. Spoon of coilers. Yeah, yeah, something like that. Mrs. Ace, thank you so much for joining us and um, and uh, discussing the movie. Absolutely, thanks for having me on. I'll hand the reins over to Ace now. Thank you, Mrs. <laughs> Bye, Ace. Mrs. Ace. Goodbye. <laughs> I'm back. Yay! We like we your wife a lot better. A little bit. When, yeah. When <laughs> is she going to just do the podcast? We'll just replace you with her. <laughs> All right, and this is the day where which my downfall was recorded for for uh, a live audience. <laughs> hey Ace, um, so about bringing your wife back? Um, Focus testing <laughs> shows that she tests better with demographic. Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah, we kind of we gave so, your spot to her. So that, you that's know, okay, right? If you just want to show up, that's cool, but you just can't talk anymore. Yeah, five, five <laughs> people would be too much. Is yeah. that awkward? Could you, but, Stop and bring pizza. I mean, that would be great. That'd be great. <laughs> P.S. My lemonade is a little warm. Ew. Oh. Ew. <laughs> uh, Glad you went there. Some, oh, you went sometimes there. Sometimes you just got to roll with it. So did you guys enjoy her, I guess? Yes. Yeah. Yes, good, that good, was, that good, was fun. good company? Good. Yes, that was very nice. Thank you. Thank you. Excellent so, review. Excellent okay, review. so you guys can go see uh, Independence Day or not. I don't care. No. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> not see I, two I, movies in one week. Yeah, I, I, uh, or a month, or a month. Oh, I just—it's one of those movies that's it, it just—it's like, did you need to make a sequel to that? No, not really. Yeah, oh, I would agree. Yeah. But the special effects are going to are. Awesome. I mean, I saw the 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 trailer when I went to see Wow at IMAX, and it's just it's it's OMG. Here's I'm not going to disagree with you there, but oh. but I guess my point is that big wowy fantastical special effects is not a new thing now. Here's what I would no. do, Ace. Like, Go into it thinking, hey, space movie. Or yeah. at least take away the world, yeah, world I mean, movie. Just take away the Independence Day completely. I, I, you make a point. Yeah. They have fantastical space fighters. So we'll right, see how exactly. that goes. Yeah, I saw that. The big yeah. mass destruction of cities is always a good time in a movie. You know, that's always fun to watch. I guess maybe so my, my problem is that. that since Man of Steel, I am no longer impressed with giant buildy smashy things. Mm. It's like, oh, yeah. look. A I lot can't of, argue that point. A lot of giant CGI buildings being smashed. All right. Mm. Next. Well, we'll see. So, Mark, Mark, everybody, everybody out there in podcast land, Mark texted us the other the other the other day and said, "I'm having an idea." I did my first one ever. I'm so proud of myself. Congratulations. Did you need? Did you eat an excessive amount of fiber? Did it come out okay? No, but I did have to stick my head in the refrigerator because it was hot. <laughs> a lot of brain power working there. So, yeah. so, so I, I got to ask, what's the idea? Did you not get Mark? the memo? I'm pretty sure it was on. Pretty, <laughs> you need to re, you need to read your emails. Anyway, if it was email, by the way, uh, my idea uh, okay. was, uh, you know, oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't remember what I was doing. We'll say I wasn't on the toilet just to make it sound like I wasn't, but we all know that's where you get your best thinking done. <laughs> it's um, true. It's it's just it's just a fact. It's just you know, Mickey bot. It is, but uh, <laughs> yeah, while playing while playing games, um, no. The idea was that uh, you know why you know we sit around kind of a round table discussion about games in general or StarCraft. Why not do it uh, in the verse with StarCraft? You know, with Star StarCraft. 
Star Citizen. Don't wow. even ask. I have no idea. Apparently, I'm yeah. on the WoW. I'm on the Whoa. Blizzard thing. Yeah, you know, Star I'll just sit here at my base and uh, construct additional pylons. Just, just uh, you know, just dealing with that. No big deal. Trying to make, trying to make a Zerg army. It happened. <laughs> but um, no, but the idea being Star Citizen, the idea being uh, do a roundtable in the verse, right? Have that, uh, have that set up in a, in a means that allows us to, uh, you know, flying around, doing our thing in a, in a ship. Uh, the idea is, I mean, it's kind of open-ended from there. The idea of maybe do being we just want to like grab a star fight, just grab like a star fair, the three of us, and just park somewhere and just record while we're sitting in the ship? Exactly. Well, it could be one mm-hmm. of those things where you, know, you have yourself a cameraman, a fifth man sitting over there that just uh, you know does the that's, I don't know, does the stream or something along those lines. If you want to do it that way? We can all chat on our uh, you know thing and do silly silly emotes while we're talking. You know, whatever you do, uh, we can fly somewhere random. Uh, you know, take part in whatever. See what happens. Maybe people come find us and shoot us down, or maybe they give us uh, I don't know. I don't know, maybe space, uh, space candy. Bunnies. Maybe maybe space candy. Maybe space bunnies with space candy on them. I don't know. <laughs> you know, it's completely up. It's completely candy. Up I candy I see a. Space uh, I was gonna say I see a business venture there, Mark. Right, Just space space candy bunnies or space bunnies with candy because there's yeah, either candied space bunnies. There you go, candied space mm. bunnies. <laughs> nice. Brought to you by those guys with ships. I guess my only concern is that uh, is of course server stability. Um, but you know that's approaching the the uh, the extreme end at this point. We're getting we're getting multi hour play sessions these days. Yeah, agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting mm-hmm. there. I think we're getting there. Yeah, I would I would say not yet, but soon. TM, um, mm-hmm. and I like the idea. I think it's great. I mean, you know, just shameless plug here. Um, Quantum Drive. That whole show is geared towards uh, people playing the game and listening to the show. So sure. I love the idea of doing this. I love the idea of doing the uh, the TGWS show in verse and maybe uh, Twitch streaming it. I think that would be you amazing. Know, you know where I would like to film it or to to uh, do the show? G Lock on on just as soon as they let us just as soon as they let us sit on a chair. Right, right? gotta have that. Gotta have that, that sit emote. <laughs> I gotta that's sit down. That's, that's tough to stand for a whole hour. Like Jimmy's that. gonna be sitting there doing dance emotes behind me, which is will be creepy. But I mean, <laughs> only if I'm not dancing too. Am I right? Exactly. <laughs> we all know I will be. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But no, it's yeah, only creepy if you make it that way. I thought that'd be fun to do, and then we can have you know people stop by or randomly. We have uh, kind of a an impromptu you know discussions on you know why why Jimmy chose uh, you know a, a pink shirt today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, take questions from the chat. Exactly, Fashion. Sure, whatever. Yeah, I thought it'd be well, kind of interesting. And plus, given our, our format, we tend to just—I mean, it, this is all done in one take for the most part. So there's really yeah, no reason we right. can't do it. No, absolutely. Right. I think yeah. it's a fantastic idea, and um, I. I like um, Ace's idea of doing it at uh, G Lock, you know, sure, or, or yeah. doing it at a bar where people can walk up to us if we're uh, in the middle of doing the show. I think that would be fun. Yeah, by all mm-hmm. means, you know. But you know, the flip side of that, we could also do it in in a, a larger multi crew ship, and we could have guests dock with us and come on board. Yes, I, and I, I think that that part of it is is definitely stuff that is the game's not quite ready for yet. Um, uh, but um, uh, I think, in, as I think, it's a, it's a fun idea, and I think that um, uh, I mentioned, I think, in response to Mark's email, that uh, over on the Elite Dangerous in the Elite Dangerous universe, uh, there is a podcast called Lave Radio, and uh, they they record their shows live in game, um, and people come and hang out. They have a home base, which I believe is actually Lave Station. And they they hang out there and, and folks uh, type stuff in chat or 
Um, you know, uh, there's it's, it's, it's sort of so it's a community gathering as well as a community conversation. So um, I, I, I really like the idea. Um, I and I think getting some of the particulars uh, worked out um, will uh, will take some time. But I, I think it's definitely something to um, to keep in mind as a goal uh, long term uh, going forward. Uh, I and I mentioned as mentioned on the last show, um, I have uh, repurchased a. Um, um, uh, reliant with the idea of CCUing it up to a, um, a Mako, which is the news van. So I know that the Star Citizen, point being Star Citizen, is planning also to make the game world um, uh, broadcast friendly. So yeah. um, um, I think that that uh, uh, will uh, will aid us in uh, at some point. So I think it's a good idea. Way to go, Mark. For our first idea, that was the good one. That was wow. a good one. I am sweating here. That was rough. You really, you really squeezed that one out. <laughs> wow. I see what you did there. <laughs> well, let's wipe this topic up and move to a new one, huh? Please do. <laughs> I have hangar announcements. Oh. Dragonfly Madness. Madness, 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 Very nice. Madness, madness. Right. So, guys, guys, Jimmy, I'm sorry. Did I, did I, did I deviate away from your uh, your hangar announcement? No, no, totally, totally oh, oh, leads okay. in. Let's, let's, uh, you know, we're we're getting there. We're getting there. But um, yeah, oh. I have hangar announcements. Okay, what, what's your so hangar guys, announcements? We need to we need to discuss the ship. But first thing, um, uh, Mark and Ace, you need to click on that link and. Uh, uh, Maybe mute the sound and give that a look because this is important. It's a two-seater riding protocol. <laughs> I'm watching that. This is ridiculous. There will be a uh, there will be a link for those of you out in podcast land uh, to uh, what I can only describe as a, a brilliant educational piece that mm-hmm. uh, that Gleep discovered, um, giving you the the correct terminology um, and positioning uh, to uh, to ride on a dragonfly. Uh, fantastic! I don't know where you found this, but it is it is enlightening. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I, I walked away uh, a, a a smarter person because of it. It's educational. It is. I, I encourage. <laughs> I, I so, encourage so, all of you so, to go watch it. Gleep, you found this. Yeah. Where do you find these things? I where? Oh, okay, okay. Full stop. Where do you find these things? Because first it was the chickening, and then it's this, and I don't even know where this is going to go after this. Like, how do you even find this? Like, I'm just, I'm just absolutely aghast at the stuff that you come up with. I'm just like, what does he do all day? Oh, it's just That's a great. Good question. I feel like sometimes you just spend your days in the weird part of the internet. I, I am I am hoping uh, too that we will see some of this attire uh, available at uh, the uh, Casaba uh, outlet. Like outlet. If I can't get some short <laughs> shorts or a bandana or a headband, I'm out. <laughs> it's it done. Game over. Did yep. you, so you, it, you peel off your uh, your heavy uh, mercenary armor and underneath you got short shorts and tennies? Yep, it just feels perfect. Right. So we were split between the meerkat and the Siamese twins. What do you guys think? Well, if I'm going to be firing over somebody's shoulder, it's got to be the meerkat. I'm down with the meerkat. Although the Siamese Siamese twins is what they use in the promotional material. Yeah, it's a Siamese twin. Yeah, rear-facing shooter. Mm -hmm. Are you kidding? I'm going to rodeo that thing and just shoot behind it. Nice. There you go. I mean, come on. Let's be real, gentlemen. That's what we were looking for. Yeah. Thinking outside the box. Man, look at you. Just having ideas and just making statements. 
left and right. Who even knows what I'm going to say at the end of the show? It's going to be. It's going to probably be amazing. I, I would agree. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, on on a more serious note, uh, Mark Ace um, wanted to ask you a bit about the caterpillar. Well, no, no, Jimmy, you have a hangar announcement. Well, first. well, yeah. I mean, well, let's start with the um, with the firefly. Did anybody get a firefly? Yep. By or Dragon, Dragon, Dragonfly. Dragonfly. Sorry, Dragonfly. Yeah. Sorry, Dragonfly. I, I believe, I think by the end of the day, we all got one, didn't we, Jimmy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We all got one, didn't About we? About that. Um, I, I may have, um, I, I may have uh, released my constellation to the blowtorch. Oh, what? man, he got gleeped. We were Connie I, I, buddies. I, I gleeped my what? Connie. Um, and uh, went uh, caterpillar with uh, two uh, dragonflies. Wow, that is a that is a major major decision. I, you know, we were talking about it on the previous show, and uh, if if so, one thing that I realized with flying between the freelancer and the caterpillar, the freelancer is still kind of is is the biggest ship that you can still kind of get away with flying solo. You have to change your flight style a little bit, but you could still pretty much hold your own in that ship. It's tough. It's got big guns, and if you know how to fly it, you can solo in that ship. Ace, would you agree? The Freelancer? Yeah. 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 Oh, definitely. Yeah, and I would agree with that in saying that 2.4, being on the shields is about worthless. Yeah. You can't because the shields are too small. It's yeah, nothing absolutely. like you know, a constellation. Absolutely. You've got time to maneuver them to adjust power to, to you know, help help really keep it alive. You really need to have someone on those right. shields if you're going to be fully effective. Freelancer, I was on the shields the other day, uh, completely worthless. I might as well not have been there. Right. So, yeah. so the so the logic is, you know, when I move over to the um, over to the um, uh, to the Connie, you have to have a crew. There's no way around that. And so my thought process was, I'm not really going to use uh, the Merlin. Uh, it's a fixed-mounted uh, ship. And, right. uh, and if I have to crew a ship, I would rather go with something that has more cargo. And granted, it's going to be less maneuverable, and it's not going to have as many guns. But your, your, your play style, the way that you fly the, the larger multi-crew ships is so different from the smaller single-player ships and you really see that crossover in the constellation. Um, constellation, I would now consider one of the smallest of the multi-crew ships. I would agree so, on that. if if I have to, if I have to crew a ship, I would rather have one that that has more cargo space, and I would rather have one that I feel that I can really live on for a, a duration. And what I'm seeing coming out of the caterpillar between its modularity, its cargo space. Um, the fact that, you know, I feel I'll get more use out of the dragonflies than I would out of a Merlin. It just seemed to kind of lend itself um, more to the bigger ship play style that I'm planning on doing. Well, I can't argue with that. I think uh, now are you planning on sticking with mainly cargo as your uh, as your caterpillar? Uh, what are those modular boxes? Uh, yeah, yeah, um, cargo, and uh, you know, it, it really depends. It depends on what those, what the other modules are, and how they lend themselves to the org. Um, which is another nice thing about the caterpillar is, you know, I can treat it as a dedicated hauler, um, or I can swap out a module or two and and perhaps do something that that will help the org. Hmm. Uh huh. So 
Go yeah. on. <laughs> Do tell. Yes. Yes. Um, well, you know, you've got and the then? Medbay mod. And then. Uh, the Medbay mod is, is one thing to look at. Um, they had talked about uh, like a chop shop uh, is another uh, another yeah. module to add on. So, yeah, I mean, the thing is, I like the idea of using it to haul cargo. Um, you know, I have a feeling that uh, for the more nefarious types, um, I may need to show up and uh, help offload uh, some uh, cargo. And uh, for the uh, the more legitimate folk in the verse, um, you know, I can make runs for them as well. So and with and with an ample cargo space, because the thing is, when you really break down the cargo space between the constellation and the freelancer for what you're trading off in in fly in, in flight style, I, I feel like it's not really that much of a, of a gain. Mm. Well, if you're trying to single if you're trying to. Yeah, yeah, no, totally. Yeah. yeah, I will tell you the survivability of a of a Connie right now, as it stands, is ridiculous compared to a freelancer. Oh yeah, oh absolutely. Yeah, yeah it's like the difference between rolling up in a jeep and a tank. I mean, thing, it's, it's ridiculous. Thing is, though, um, with my freelancer, um, the 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 flight style that I've adopted works very well in single oh, sure. player combat, and as long yeah. as you can put guns on target. You will just annihilate somebody, and yeah. that's that's the whole thing with the freelancer. If you can put, um, if you can put those guns on target, they don't stand a chance. Yeah, well, it's a good point. It's a good point. So here's my question: Did you get the double pack, or did you get two black ones because they're super ba? Can I say, that? Can I say badass? I'm gonna say it anyway. I'm just so, okay. <laughs> um, I I I got the pack and another black one. Ooh. Wow! All right, good choice. I like what you did there. <laughs> I just got one yellow jacket. I figure if I'm um, on the Connie, I'm gonna have at least um, at least two people, right? So I figure you know it's kind of a, a squadron leader and uh, and two other folks. So the yellow one would be kind of the squadron leader um, uh, motorcycle, if you will, and then the two black ones would be um, your flunkies. You know, your my flunkies. flunkies. Yes, flunkies. yeah, my flunkies, yeah. yeah. My minions, if you will. Yes. It just makes <laughs> Tweedledee sense. and Tweedledum. I actually like the black one a lot better than the yellow one. I do, one. too. You know, when it was the yellow, I was like, no, I might. And I saw the black. Yup. Yep. yep. Yeah, I like the yellow jacket. Hello. I like the yellow jacket, personally. I like that uh, Ridley alien yellow. I mean, don't get like, me wrong. The yellow right? is kind of neat. Like the lift I loader. Like, I felt like that matte black, especially for someone doing a more of a... I want to say mercenary esque, but that's not. I mean, it's kind of close. I guess more like the paramilitary type of stuff. That black one just really. Oh, that's yeah. Sexy. No. Totally. So speaking of paramilitary, uh, would you agree? Good for light cavalry dropped off with troops. This is my thought when I saw that yeah, thing. Yeah, That'd be a great, great uh, troop transport. Uh, yeah, and and light cavalry, absolutely. Yeah. I'm really looking forward yeah. to getting down on the planets using these things. Yeah, it's, well, you know, that's we what were, I, I was thinking. I was thinking because you had the troop transport bay for the retaliator. Uh, you know, carry your troops in the front bay and uh, and have one of those in the rear bay. And when you drop your troops off, you drop that thing off to provide cover for the troops. Sure. My the other thing I was thinking yep. of the other day is you know things like even just going out and picking up picking up people that are maybe from down. Uh, um, Vehicles, or if you're doing EVA work or something like that, where you're you know attacking something and people are getting injured, those would be fantastic for running people back and forth to med bays. Absolutely, like as yep. long as they can get on, as long as they can get on the bike, man, you can just haul people back and forth nice and quick. It's super small. The, the profile is pretty pretty tiny, so you're really not. Gonna, I don't think there's gonna be much of a chance of getting hit with that any more so than a you know than a normal person would. Have you tried to hit an M50 or a Merlin? 
I mean, that's, that's they're what I'm bigger. They're bigger than this thing. Yeah, is. They're, they're an order of magnitude larger, and it's hard. So I'm not thinking it's going to be too much of an issue, which is good. That's what I'm talking about. I mean, it's got it's very quick, you know, on and off, uh, or, or you know, mounting and dismounting, I should say. Um, it should be maneuverable. I'm sure it will be. It's got a little bit of firepower. You know, something that's bigger than a personal weapon, but not. I mean, you're not going to take down ships with these things. I don't think um, with any without a large number of them. But against a person, now, you're going to do some damage. And so, um, and the fact that um, that it is a, a land cruiser also huge. Well, that's I, just it. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think I think CIG was really smart in bringing this ship. Um, uh, or making the ship available uh, to the backers, um, in that it does fit multiple roles. You know, it's like, oh, well, yeah. yeah, it's 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 a cool space motorcycle, but oh, it's also a cool um, you know hovercraft for for land. Um, so it really gives it a lot of um, uh, you, you, there's a lot you can do with the ship. I was hoping, and I'm going to ask this question um, when they put up the Q and A. Uh, can you attach a trailer hitch to the back and use it to move cargo in space? So well, you know, if you're idea. if you're little, offloading little cargo, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you're offloading cargo, you just dart across the other ship. You attach it to the back, maybe with some sort of like you know grav hitch, if you will, and then you just dart back to the other ship. It would make moving cargo in space way. Could easier. you imagine? I mean, I, I could see like uh, a hull E pulls up to a major sp- spaceport, and a swarm of these things leave the spaceport and st- and yank cargo crates off the the hull E and bring them into port yeah. instead of having to to you know maneuver the whole thing into port and drop stuff off. That's interesting. You do remember they do have what those cargo? Uh, don't they have some kind of cargo drones? Or I seem to recall seeing some stuff that they were considering doing some kind of crate freight moving vehicle that looked kind of circular. Was they that have a, one? There's that one that Starship appears. Or was that, a, was that I think the, there's one the that appears in um, the Moro tour? Yeah, there's a little cargo schooner that, yeah. that and, lands and I, on board the uh, the Idris. But as, I a, as a poor uh, man's one of those, that may I mean the yeah. the dragonflies. I, I'm seeing a lot of versatility here. Is what I'm seeing. Yeah, and no, it's totally. Very interesting, I, especially with a little bit of cargo space on those saddlebags. Yeah, and I think I think for for larger you know cargo hauls like you know your your hull series um, where you're moving big big quantities of cargo. Uh, I think that you're absolutely right. There, there'll be some sort of mechanic there that you know, some sort of shuttle or some sort of crane or some something that will allow to expedite that cargo load. Um, but for smaller hauls or or from ship to ship um, transfer, uh, I'm really hoping that this ship will will prove as versatile as uh, you know as it could potentially be. Well, I think the big thing is is hey, I want to get you know, hey Jimmy. You want to come over and check out uh, my Connie? All right. Well, uh, we're over Totes. in you know. Let me, let me hop on my yeah. dragonfly. Yeah, hop on your dragonfly. Come on over. Drop it. You know, drop off. Uh, I'm looking forward to the. Uh, I'm looking forward to the day when someone uh, shoots up a, a caterpillar and like a, uh, a a dead mother spider. A thousand of these things come crawling out of the the shattered hull of the ship, flying in different directions. Right. Just like that. But shooting guns and space sounds. Space sounds, yeah. Yep. Pew, pew, pew. I mean, you could it, another another great use would be deploying one of these to search a large wreck. I mean, you can't yeah, sure. you can't maneuver your constellation or your freelancer or your you know a caterpillar inside the shattered remains of say a Bengal. 
Well, but see, one of these might be able to get around in that wreck pretty easily. You know, the other thing would be interesting if they allowed you to attach with their port system or something like that, or I, however they do it, or some kind of mag, you know, some kind of a magnetic uh, clamping thing or something like that, where you go up to say like. Uh, this would be an excellent thing to be able to clamp onto, maybe like a uh, um, like an escape pod or something like right. that. Somehow you can clamp on the bottom in zero G. Maybe you could do something like that, or uh, just small, you know, small scavenged items. Maybe you can grab them on there somehow. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's not a way, a way to do that. Right. Recovering shape. recovering uh, an escape pod would be great. I mean, think I about think that, that in cool. terms of uh, the Cutlass Red. Yeah. You know, you have one of those in the back end of the Cutlass Red. You drop it out, it flies out, grabs the, um, well, the escape pod, and brings it back on board. Out. I'm going to throw you guys out here. It has it has a uh, it has uh, a uh, what a thruster on the back, right? They've already said they have you know it's some kind of maglev technology, which means anti gravity, right, of some sort um, or magnetic. You know, um, essentially the the function of it is is to essentially reverse the effects of gravity, right? So if you can turn that in reverse, then you suck things up into those on the bottoms of those things, which would mean attach use them as you know attachment points for things like like a like a uh, an escape pod in zero g because you're not using them in zero g right you're only using your thrusters right think about that science yeah, that's good stuff mm. I got four of them what I was well I melted my Starliner. <laughs> You no, you okay. got four of them and a caterpillar. Like, uh, like I oh, said, you you, s- you smash a uh, yes, a big ship and a thousand of these things come crawling out. That's what happened to Gleep here. So if you've got okay, so if you've got a caterpillar, you got four. Jimmy's got three and a caterpillar. I've got, I got one. one. Ace has got one. Uh, first off, everyone in the org, we're gonna need to tally up exactly how many we have because then we're gonna need to know how many we can fit in those two ships. Right. And then That's we're gonna true. do something. Whatever they can do, we're gonna do something. We're going to do that, but in a really big way. So, we're going to do that. Send, send those emails or upgrade your uh, update your uh, ship page. Time now. That's a good point. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Everybody, go to the website and update your hangar page. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do it while, while we're talking. I, I did it as soon as I, I, I. I kid you not. As soon as I made the changeover, I immediately went over to our hangar page and did my update. Well, I gonna, would do it, but I would probably deafen all of you with my keystrokes. That's true, and we don't want that. We don't want that. So, Mark Ace, um, about that Caterpillar, what do you think about it for use as a military transport ship? Well, I'd like to say, first off, I'm glad it's a Caterpillar, not a kitty pillar, because I would feel really bad. I don't think it's appropriate <laughs> for young children to be using this at all in military operations. Since it's uh, not, though. Oh, that's uh, why you picked up a Caterpillar. <laughs> oh, Interesting. Well, Gleep and I were talking about this on the last episode, and he he was very coy about the fact that he picked one up, and we were talking about it, and I was like, I'm not really sure if that's going to fit your play style. But, yeah, I guess, you know, I know how much you love the, the whole troop transport concept, so I guess, yeah, that makes sense. It was a week ago, Jimmy. In the theater of our minds. Well, do we know how <laughs> right, much in terms go. of armament and or guns this thing has? I think, I think it's yeah, not ostensibly it's, it's, it's supposed to be a traitor. Oh, oh, the caterpillar. I'm sorry, I was on dragonfly. Yeah. Don't know why. No, no, no. The, the caterpillar, as far as I'm aware, ostensibly is supposed to be a traitor that gets retrofitted into a, into a, a hauler for for pirate activity. Right. Um, I mean, I don't think. Well, it's also, if, I think it's search and, and and rescue is is the original intent. You could use it for S and R, I suppose, for S A R. Uh, activity. I guess my issue is that if you want a dedicated troop transport, we do have two ships that can do that pretty darn well already: the Retaliator and the um, the Redeemer. 
Right, but I was thinking, you know, as um, as you know, one of its many functions. Yeah. Oh, I have no doubt that we will probably see one of these things in the in like say Squadron Forty Two as a pirate troop transport. That makes boarding absolute vessel? sense. Yeah. The EVA boarding vessel. Oh, definitely. Um, well, they talk about that in the lore. They, there's there's even. Um, I think one of the original pages for the Caterpillar shows a picture of one seen out the window of another transport um, as hearkening the arrival of some pirates that were coming to take that ship, where the picture was taken from. It's so. Or Girl Scouts with cookies. It's, mm. listed, <laughs> it's listed as a transport, and in its description, and this is the same description that's been there forever, um, it does note that uh, for legit, it's also has uh, uses for legitimate commerce and extended search and rescue missions. Um, and then it goes on to say, but at the end of the day, the caterpillar is truly the evil twin of the freelancer. Mm. Which is weird. I think they've, I, and they've said that they've changed around. Yeah, it's gotten it maybe the evil. Yeah, I would say yeah. probably it might end up being the evil twin of the of the constellation. Yeah, I yeah. would I would agree with that. Or maybe yeah, exactly. I think I think, but you know, on the other hand, what they're really saying is freelancer is the is the space truck. You know what I mean? Right. What they're saying is that if that's the space truck, this is actually there's no really really good this is the space technical the truck so. with a machine gun fitted on the back sure we can go with that it's space technical I don't really know so I think that's kind of I don't know I don't really like that analogy very well but I get what they're saying I guess that's really yeah. an important part well and be, I'll be curious to see what you know where they really settle with cargo capacity um, it's just like you know the constellation Andromeda the cargo cap that's currently listed is only 134 uh, the caterpillar is 512 right so well, what's for, the cost difference um, they're relatively the same price wise and they're both a max crew of five people hmm. so I'm, I'm saying that know. that uh, for the amount of guns that the constellation has it has much less surface area to defend and I'm betting that's going to be very that different for the caterpillar I would, I would not yeah. argue that point in the least I agree a hundred percent. Yeah, interesting. But I do know that I think that thing has some pretty mean forward-facing guns. It's the, got uh, um, the the, the uh, caterpillar, if I recall. At least the last picture I saw. I don't know if those were guns or if they were something else. To be honest with you. Yeah, and I'm I, you know I'm sure that we'll see an update when it goes live. But its current spec has uh, four S4 uh, gimbaled. Uh, it just says gimbaled. Uh, so I'm assuming that those are manned turrets, like we see in the photo. Um, it's got one pylon, so it does have a missile rack, which is cool. Uh, and then it's got a, a coming soon for an unmanned turret. So I would assume this is an auto cannon, like you would see on sure. uh, the um, the yacht. It's a point defense gun, yeah, 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 yeah. Which you know, big, big, heavy hitting, not very accurate. Yeah, interesting. All right. Well, guys, um, we are um, the whole show is yeah is all yeah. about the caterpillar and World of Warcraft. Wow. <laughs> well, definitely want to get to um, some quick thoughts on two point four. I know that there's been some fun gameplay in two point four, oh, yes. and then we, we we do have to get to um, new members and um, uh, John's forum report. So, um, uh, do you guys want to talk about uh, your experiences in the two point four um, for a minute, and then um, we'll uh, carry on with the rest of it? Sure. sure. We'd also like to m- mention some Arma, too. I guess we can just suffice it to say that Arma's heating up again, right? Yeah, Arma's, yeah, Arma's coming back. We're, we've uh, had some people playing quite a bit more. I know Ace, did, a, uh, was, did you end up doing some missions for them? Um, we were, we did some MCC missions today. Did a couple Excellent. of short, rapid, uh, you know, in 
blow up something out. Sort of, you know, nothing extended at this point. But uh, yeah, people are getting back into it. We're getting uh, more players. It feels nice. Good. All right. Well, two point four, gentlemen. What do you think? I managed to get up to level five and then back to zero. Hey. Yeah. 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 It was. It was. It was quite a quite a feat. We had a uh, four people, myself included. Um, I got myself up to level five wanted, and then we stormed Korea and held it through the uh, process of getting my wanted level back down to zero. And that was you want some FPS engagement. That's what we had, and and it was a lot of fun. Like I was like, I am legitimately enjoying this. Like blood, you know, blood pumping. Just like all right. The timer's going, and then someone will be up in the security room. Oh, door on the bottom left is cycling. I can see the icon is, is popped up. You know, move to that airlock, you know. Oh, the top right one is now, is now cycling. Uh, we're going to have to split our forces and cover both doors. So it's just, like, a lot of fun. As we, the, the guns are still a little wonky, and the hit detection ain't... It's, it, it ain't no Rainbow Six, I'll tell you that. Um, well, and the shotgun is... Um, is useless. Obvious, yeah, it's obviously not dialed in yet. No. But uh, but it looks cool. Yeah, it looks yeah. great. The electric shotgun looks great. But it it was so much fun to have a purpose and to and to do a thing. And I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna play off of that as well. And having the purpose is, is I mean it is a game changer. Having that persistence, able to generate some funds, even if they are just alpha funds, whatever, and use them towards buying. Have a reason to do it to, in order to buy stuff or get things, you know, do things like that. Is I mean awesome it is so much fun to have a reason it gets people out there to reason hey guys we gotta do this one more thing try to get this thing i need a thousand more credits to get this and such and whatever so it's made a huge difference and the fact that it's got more people to come in and play oh yeah um, the star citizen channel had, has exploded in terms of population yeah we a lot had more, a lot more variety in the verse too as oh, you yeah. see people walking around sure yeah we had uh we had eight people we had a party of eight which is the first time i've ever had a party of eight in star citizen that actually was able to get in at the same time uh, and actually function for any length of time. Getting That's getting very, in with yeah. yeah, getting in with friends is um, markedly easier now. Yeah, it's getting there. It is getting there. So yeah, we had we had eight people in there for a good chunk of time, running around doing stuff together. Uh, we had you know someone was, was a wanted. We did the same thing, defended them, first cleared the base of everybody, and then came back and you know and then held it and you know, did some other stuff. Uh, we've had guys running scavenging missions, doing those um, the ICC probe ones. Um, it's just been uh, a lot of fun to try the different stuff out and really just get in there with people you know and are on you know in the channel with that you can really communicate with while you're doing stuff. One thing I will say though is that it's still an alpha. I mean, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. It's buggy. People drop out a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Things don't work. Whatever. One thing I will. Uh, another thing I will say though is that uh, having to gain that money to do things like repairs, who really gives you a good idea of what missiles are going to cost. Oh. Oh yeah, good lord! It, I mean, it you know, gives you an idea of how much a, a particular ship is. I right? um, oh, I learned a, I learned a very painful lesson in that um, as far as an efficient ship to go out and fight in the Avenger, not so much the Saber, hundred percent hands down. Oh yeah, well, and uh, guess how much a constellation costs to uh, 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 get for for your don't for your even want to know. See how much it costs to get your missiles. Uh, no, not the missiles. This, if your ship gets destroyed, it's a constellation, and you have to go and pull it back from the station. Oh yeah, and you got to pay that insurance premium, fourteen thousand wreck. 
or not rack UEC. Oh, really? Mine Ouch. was twenty. Yeah, if you do it right away, I had a twenty uh, at the twenty minute timer or whatever it is. Mine was yeah. like twenty one hundred or something or twenty one thousand or something. Ouch! Like that. It was ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh boy, why? I, I for the first time I heard the uh, the words that my parents. I remember hearing my parents say all the time. Why am I even paying for insurance at that rate? <laughs> why am I paying for insurance? Yeah, that and the um, that and the missiles. Uh, to refill yeah, the missiles all run the, run quick. To refill all of the missiles in the Connie, we had to do it. We you know got to it at one point, and we took it to the repair station. We we got messed up in a fight with a bunch of pirates and uh, someone with a uh, who was that? I can't remember who it was, and I apologize if you're listening. I can't remember who it was that helped us out with, uh, killing everything on the freelancer. Uh, but I believe it was Mac Virus, myself, and ugh, I want to say Handsome Devil. Maybe we went back and seen what it would cost to actually repair the uh, repair the Connie, and it was yeah, and? twelve. It was like twelve grand for the missiles. Ooh, ooh! I mean, and wow. we had we had trashed that ship. Don't get me wrong; that thing was trash, but it got us about out of there alive. It was really, really awesome. But yeah, it was something like twelve grand for the missiles. Uh, That's crazy. Three grand, I think, for was it three grand for the hull repair and two or four grand or something like that for the, for the fuel. It was um, substantial. So thinking about that, I mean, it really gives you an idea of what things like those missile batteries are going to be costing and kind of where your money's going to be sunk into for stuff. And you know, where if you know, I mean, if you're a if if you're fighting in the you know, if you're doing if you're doing a lot of dog fighting, oh man. I mean, you're going to be peep. You're going to be paying. You're be oh, people yeah. are going to learn the yeah. uh, the the uh, the great surprise of World War One, which is that modern technology and modern fighting will drain your bank account way faster than you thought it would. Yeah. So, anyone out there, be aware of that. If you haven't gone to a repair station, give it a try at one point and take a look at that. Can you imagine? You. Can you imagine what expending an entire complement of the freelancer miss? missile compliment will be like yeah i haven't taken um i haven't taken my lancer out in uh 2.4 yet even in ptu i i spent a lot of time in my saber um just because it, it kind of fits in in with what's going on currently in the game because the game yeah. right now is all about pew 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 um you know and defending yourself when you're out there in the wild um, but I did, like I said, I did take my Avenger out, and um, I took a lot of damage uh, comparative to the Saber and blew through the uh, the size 3 uh, munitions in my nose gun, and I had to fire off a couple of missiles. And I brought that ship back to repair, and even just that ship was, uh, I, I want to say it was either either 1,200 or 1,400 uh, credits to repair. Uh, which for a little ship was crazy, especially when I, I've had the saber out three or four times, and I haven't had to repair it. Okay, or, or now, swap out the uh, or uh, I didn't use any of my missiles, and I don't have any uh, ballistic weapons. Okay. The only repairs I've ever had to do were the nose gun on the Super Hornet because you lose that super easy. Yeah, the, the saber I, I I heard in the channels as we were playing uh, in the chat that apparently the saber the damage states aren't working correctly in this build. Oh, okay. There's something going on there where essentially I don't know if they're invulnerable or what the deal is, but everyone was saying Saber is by you know right now in that 2.4 is ridiculously overpowered. Oh, that believe, makes total sense. Yeah, I believe they were saying, it, and I heard you know then as we were watching, I was kind of doing other stuff. But as I was paying, I was trying to pay half attention because you know something to know. And they said something about the damage states being somehow corrupted or not correct, and it, uh, that was leading to the to the issue of it being extremely powerful. So I'm guessing that's what the issue was. Is it, it's just yeah, not, yeah, it's just not 
taking damage. No, that, like it should. It, comparing comparing it to the Avenger, um, yeah, I, I will agree with that a hundred percent. There, there okay. is there is definitely a difference there. Well, it sounds like uh, the quality of gameplay from two three to two four is just huge difference. Yeah. Oh, yeah. major By leap far. forward. Yeah, yeah, that's, major that's, leap that forward. Is that is good, and we will be revisiting this again. I am sure. But for now, gentlemen, um, let's catch up with what's been going on in the forums, courtesy of our friend Jonto. Uh, Whistlenut uh, posted in the forums uh, that he was just catching up. He said that Versecast has become one of my favorite podcasts, and to try and ensure I don't miss something important, I started listening at episode 45. I've been listening to two or three a day, because he drives a lot, and have but a few comments. Stuckies. They're still around somewhere. I passed one between <laughs> Dallas and Pensacola. Wow. In episode 58, I'm more than a little sad that I found Star Citizen before Versecast. Had it been the other way around, I would likely be in-game as Richard Fingers. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and in the loop, the original high falsetto loop, 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 intro reminded me of frogs in the woods at night. Very soothing. Aww. <laughs> oh, very Aww. nice. So, thank you, Whistlenut, for uh, for posting that there. And then um, I will post a link here to Holy One the Swizz Cheese, who is having a hard time reaching his dual joysticks. And when you see it, I think you'll understand why. <laughs> oh, why? Wow. Mark saw it. Classic. Wow. <laughs> All right, and um, Amontillado's Dragonfly art submission, we'll be sure to post a, another link to that. There, there should have been a link in last week's show to that. Um, Diavolo posted a link to a video of uh, the Starfarer, um, Some Assembly Required, uh, which was, uh, I think, was one of the, uh, in, while it was still in the PTU, if I'm not mistaken. Um, and then MacVirus posted a, um, uh, a, a retelling of an experience that uh, several of those guys with ships had with a, uh, another player, Captain Youngblood, um, on their um, out, uh, adventuring around in the Starfare. And it just, you know, sort of punctuates um, the level of, uh, of cooperative or the ability to get together with folks, uh, with your friends and play, and also to uh, go out and make new friends and play with them. Um, so I think that that's... Um, uh, not to be um, um, understated that um, uh, that the uh, the advances in the game of late um, are going a long way towards making this um, the game that we all came here to play uh, to start with. Well, so. and uh, the the character animations in the screen captures are, are just incredible. One in particular, the one where the guy looks like he kind of fell on his ass. You see that one? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It's just like it's like whoa, whoa, buddy. You had a little too much to drink. Yeah, <laughs> but, but, but the but the yeah, animations just look so good. Yeah, yes. yeah, they do. Just yeah. a quick quick aside, not to not to change the subject, but has anyone run downstairs and tripped and fell in the game yet? No, no, it's a, no I haven't. If it's a real thing or not, but I am telling you, I ran down this, and it happens in real life too. So I guess maybe they just knew me. Uh, there you go. Running down the stairs, I tripped about oh five or six stairs from the bottom. My dude face plants in the ground. And there is, him, there's an animation of him getting back up. I so wish I had had that. I had captured that. It was amazing. There is, if I can find it, there is a fantastic uh, little short YouTube video of a guy floating above a constellation, and uh, and and just as he's he's floating face face down, looking at the deck, and as he floats over the edge, the the artificial gravity kicks in. And he just goes, plop. <laughs> nice. <laughs> just, 
face plants into the deck and just oh 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 gonna oh gotta get back up now. I'm I'm fine. No one no one saw anything. I'm fine. <laughs> All right. Well, um, organization, we've got new members. Three hundred and seventeen strong. Wow. Uh, Davista joined us. Said I've always dreamed of a true space sim. Eve w- just wasn't it for me. I got hooked on the genre from watching Firefly. I've got a freelancer sitting in my hangar, but I hope to earn enough to move up to a larger ship. And my goal for this game is to meet some people to help crew my ship. Otherwise, you'll have to use the AI and to take odd jobs, quests, whatever, just to do our thing in the verse and have fun doing it. Welcome. Griffin Gaming RPB joined us, said, Greetings, I've been following your podcast for several months and finally decided to check out your website and organization page. I have two characters, a brother-sister team, that's interesting, in the Star Citizen. Um, We are both in Test Squadron as their primary organization. I'd like to join TGWS as an affiliate. Thanks, and I look forward to hearing from you. You have joined. Welcome. Los Man joined us and said, I'm new to Space Sims, but I'm looking forward to playing Star Citizen for a long time. Or I've been looking forward to playing for a long time. I found out about this game through a YouTuber a few years back. Right now I have an Aurora LN, but I'm looking to add another ship in the coming months. Possibly a Constellation. I, you know, maybe you can pick up Jimmy's. With two jobs <laughs> uh, and a family. It's for sale. <laughs> With two jobs, it's it's uh, previously loved, gen- gently used. Gently used. Well, gently ex- loved. Except for... Except for that time that those uh, three pirates committed suicide rather than be turned over to uh, the Star Devils, but that's a whole other story. Way to kill well, one now is what you're saying. Yeah, well, I still can't. Ugh. I still can't get the smell out of the captain's chair. Ew, Karen. <laughs> With two jobs and a family, I can realistically play weekend nights. I can see myself being part of a crew and helping defend our fleet during team missions. Excellent idea. Karu Nigren joined us, said, So, I'm actually a long-time listener to the podcast, but never met up with anyone from uh, from those guys with ships till last night. I had a chance to meet up with some of your members and served as a pilot of a Starfarer, first under a Youngblood, um, and that's uh, that was making reference to uh, the post that uh, MacVirus had put up, um, uh, and later under Handsome Devil. I've never had so much fun in Star Citizen. Your org seems like it's made up of great folks, and I'd like a chance to join up if possible. You are a member. And then Craigio. Craigio. Craigio? Craigio. Craigio? Wasn't that, I go with Craigio. Yeah, Craig, Craig, Craigio. Uh, wasn't that? It was Phil Collins, right? Um, Craigio V. Maverick joined us. Hola, longtime listener, first time caller. <laughs> I get that radio humor. Um, I have been down with the verse since June 2014 and have been incrementally gleeping my ships and now <laughs> accidentally own everything Drake. <laughs> it's funny how that now works. That, uh, by the way, just a quick aside, Drake mm. is crushing it right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Not that that makes me a bad person. Just don't look in the cargo hold, huh, huh, huh? As a mature gamer, read old, with a family, my time is precious, and as such, I choose to spend it with like-minded people. With this in mind, I would like you to consider my application. Application considered and accepted, Craigio. And then over on the website, um, Start Please 3 joined us, as did my new favorite name of the week, Bill Murray's Head in a Jar. Perfect. <laughs> so welcome, welcome one, yes. welcome all. It's Great to have you that on board. So, what do we, I'm? Is anyone else out there excited for the possibility of 2.5 to the PTU? 
eventually. Oh yeah, yeah eventually. Super uh, you know what's, as long what's as interesting? Well, you know what's interesting is—is is, does anybody have any idea what we're what we're expecting next at all in any capacity? I, no, uh, flyable reliant. They well, really haven't said much. Yeah, about it. that that's my which, point. Which I yeah. melted actually again. Nice job. Uh, they've they, yeah, they've oh. said virtually, uh, and obviously I, I, they just dropped two point four. But they yeah they haven't said much at all. You know I do take that back. I, if you read between the lines, if you Ooh. guys let, watch the monthly report or Reddit, which I always do. I, I take the time, I read the entire thing. You know, one of the QA teams mentioned that they were busy testing 2.5 and limited uh, procedural planet uh, stuff. No, there's oh no way. I just want to say it was in the report. I cannot tell you which office it was, um, but I did see that in there. So I want, I want you to just keep that in mind. I, I can't. That would be yeah. insanity. Just, just throwing it out there. Obviously they so what you're there, saying is some guy told you that Beyonce wanted my phone number. Basically, she likes your stuff. You're, be- you're <laughs> Becky with the gray hair. <laughs> All right. Well, as always, we have our Sunday meetups, so watch for them tweets. And on that note... Please go to Engine.com. They are the quick, easy, and free solution for hosting your community website. That's E-N-J-I-N.com. Be sure to check out Star Citizen The Base Radio at radio.starcitizenbase.com, where you can find a broadcast of one of our shows every Saturday afternoon. The show is now available on the Google Play Music. Go check that out for all your different devices. You can reach the podcast by email, comms at versecast.org. On Twitter, we are at versecast. Be sure to use the hashtag TGWS. Our RSI Star Citizen org can be found at robertspaceindustries.com slash org slash versecast. Please do upvote us there on the RSI Community Hub and in the podcast and deep space radar sections. Links are in the show notes. On Steam, we are those guys with ships, and please do be sure to check out our gaming community website. It is firstcast.org. My name is Gleep, and all my contact information is in the show notes. My name is Jimmy, and you can find me most chatty over at Twitter, at Jimmy Croker. Uh, And uh, you can also find me uh, spinning tunes and uh, spinning yarns. Huh? Ooh, huh? Yarn spinning. Mm, uh, yarn spinning. Over, <laughs> over at the base um, as uh, for the show Quantum Drive. Uh, that's every Thursday night, 9 p.m. PST, and Saturday, 1 p.m. PST. Ace? My name is Ace Azamine. Uh, good night, Gracie. Uh, <laughs> you can uh, find me, generally speaking, most chatty here in the TeamSpeak, um, but I am also available on... Uh, the uh, the steams and in the googles uh, aceazamine87 at gmail.com uh, and landau87 or aceazamine in uh, steam uh, come drop in and say hello Mark well, and thank thank Mrs. Ace again for, yes. uh, for coming out and, and joining us it was lovely having her come by and visit. absolutely I, I will I will uh, uh, lavish her with thanks oh oh well right alrighty then okay all right, uh, LeBron, are you ready? Deep breath, deep breath. Did you see that? Oh, man. With the hurt <laughs> arm? Are you serious? Did anyone watch that game? Uh-huh. No. King. Oh, man. That was amazing. Context? Context? Uh, Sports One. Sports so, ball? Yeah. It was, just, it was impressive. Sports ball. Sports ball with the, uh, with the shiny floor. Some really impressive sports ball, then. Shiny floor, not the, not, the, not the roughy feet. You know what I'm talking about. 
Good talk. <laughs> Keep up your hard work. Pat on the butt. That was, that was an in parentheses pat on the butt. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I am Mark. Also find me Mad Cow. 1001 at gmail.com or uh, I can never remember. Is it Mark? I really need to look at yeah, my email. It's, it's Mark, Mark at firstcast.org. Yeah. yeah, I can never remember which one it is because my name on there says Mark Mad Cow. So it's always like, which one is it? I don't remember. Anyway, at firstcast.org. I'm going to take a, I'm going to break character for a minute, gentlemen, and I'm going to tell you about this drink I'm drinking right now Blueberry Lemonade. Okay, gentlemen, mm, okay. Blueberry Lemonade. Quite possibly uh, better than things you can do with girls. No. Wow. That, wow. I, that's I, that's I, pretty high ranking right this, there. This, this is preposterous. This is this, an outrage. This beverage is fantastic. So, as 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 a as a, as a community, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, service. Community notice community. Uh, yeah, community service. I'm going to tell you all to go ahead and get yourself some lemonade, add them blueberries, mix it up, and have one for me. All right, we I I, right. I can uh, attest the fact that we have blueberries in the fridge. We'll get some lemonade, and I will report back next next time. I will. I, Antioxidants, mm. blueberry lemonade, better yeah. than stuff with girls. Better than stuff with girls. <laughs> and podcast name. All right. Well, Cinched. clenched, kerplunked. Until next time, we are Those Guys with Blueberries, and this has been our community podcast. See you guys. Bye. Happy pooping. So is is it now TGWB? B squared. B squared, obviously, or 2B. As soon as our wives hear this, we're all going to have blueberries. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) It's true. And scene.